Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. This is the business hub of women in Gombemin markets. The hysteria is an indication that things are getting back to normal in the markets after the prolonged effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, which crippled businesses and had markets shut. COVID-19 is more than just a public health or economic crisis. It is a crisis of discrimination through lived experiences of race, gender, and class. This is entirely avoidable and must be eradicated. Women and girls have been the hardest hit by COVID-19. In March 2020, the world entered the COVID-19 pandemic, which will likely create a backlash against women's rights in many countries and make things harder, particularly for those women in situations of poverty and vulnerability. According to an Oxfam survey across five countries, 43% of women felt more anxious, depressed, or ill because of the increased unpaid care and domestic workload. In several countries, evidence shows that women have seen their livelihoods put at great risk and that they have been most severely affected by the economic effects of COVID-19. The pandemic has disproportionately pushed them out of employment, reversing decades of progress on their participation in labor force. While lockdowns have slowed the market's economy, unpaid care work has gone into hyperdrive. Before COVID-19, women and girls were already spending 12.5 billion hours every day on unpaid care work. Oxfam research shows that lockdowns, illness, and school closures have increased this dramatically, mostly shouldered by single mothers, women living in poverty, and racially and ethnically discriminated groups. It is estimated that 47 million women and girls have been pushed into extreme poverty since the declaration of the pandemic. Worldwide, 740 million women work in the informal economy, and during the first month of the pandemic, their income fell by 60%. Globally, women are overrepresented in the sectors of the economy that have been hardest hit, such as accommodation and food services. They are also more likely to be in precarious and vulnerable employment. In low-income countries, 92% of women work in jobs that are informal, dangerous, or insecure, and have faced the lack of access to social protection or safety nets. In Gombe State, Nigeria, it has had a polar effect on women. While some had their businesses crippled, others saw it as an opportunity to make quick gains on new business ideas brought about by the virus. Mrs. Bilhatu Magaji is the Deputy Director of Women Department, Gombe State Ministry of Women Affairs, and she identified this polar effect. I'm working with the Ministry of Women Affairs, Deputy Director, Women Department. The COVID-19 has brought much, I can say, disaster to some of our women, and it has bring, uh, brought impact to other women because the small-scale business, like frying of akara, like uh, tailoring, it has affected many women because they cannot continue their work because of the sanction being given by the government. And most of the women have benefited much in this COVID-19 pandemic. Why did I say? Because the women, most of them has engaged themselves in hand sanitizer because this has not been done. So most of the women gain access and gain money. Mrs. Bilhatu Magaji added that Gombe State Ministry of Women Affairs in conjunction with the National Center for Women Development 
empowered women business owners on various business schemes such as fashion design, baking, and order skill acquisition, and also provided startup equipment. She said about 900 women were engaged. Mrs. Magaji said the exercise had immense effect positively on the economy as idle women were engaged in producing new services. I can tell you most of the women, they survived very high in risks. Why did I say so? Because most of the women, they are the ones taking care of homes. So it has affected most of the women. We cannot say this pandemic has not affected women because most of the women, they are the ones taking care of the husbands, taking care of the children, taking care of everything in the home. So with this petite trading that they are doing, and the sanction of stay at home lockdown has come so it has not allowed them to carry on with their own business so it has affected them most yes i can say yes why because ministry of women affairs that is a national center for women development in abuja they have come with a engagement to the women for them to learn how to do catering bakery then tailoring and some other skill acquisition. We have done it here with about 900 plus women here. So it is an intervention with the National Council for Women Development and the state government. The Gombe state government, they are putting hand in it. She said they felt it necessary to make women a priority for the intervention, considering roles being played by them in the society, acting as a shock absorber of the pandemic. She explained that they took up all house chores, taking care of the children and supporting their family in any way they can. Umima Ibrahim is a factory trader. She explains how the coronavirus pandemic affected her business. Uh, my name is Umayma Ibrahim and I am a trader. Okay, because of coronavirus, my profit has reduced very well. In fact, now, people don't often buy as much as they do before. Rising prices of products. In the past, you could start a business with as low as 10,000 naira. But now, hmm, you can hardly start a business with 50,000 naira. And you know 10,000 is just about $20, while 50,000 is about $98. Mrs. Juliana Jonathan is a tailor who had to shift from the garment making to producing locally made face masks to survive the pandemic. My name is Mrs. Juliana Denson Jonathan. I'm a seamstress. I survived by supplying face masks to different entities in order to make a living since there was no much clothes to sew during the COVID-19 pandemic. The business I do during that time was selling of face masks, that's face mask making. She also revealed some of the challenges she faced in her businesses during the pandemic. The challenges I faced then was that some people did not pay my money. Even up to date, some people are still owing me money. Because during that time, I also supplied many people at a federal teaching hospital, Gombe. And some of them, up to now, did not give me my money. Those are the challenges I faced during that time. But we thank God, everything is going. An economist in Gombe, Anna Skubalu, reiterated the relevance of supporting women business owners 
in revival of a dwindling COVID-19 affected economy. He explains the importance of small and medium-sized enterprises run by women in resuscitating the local economy. Thank you so much for inviting me to this so wonderful program. We need to understand that women are at risk of suffering more than men from the threat destruction whenever maybe calamity actually coming towards a particular country. Especially this COVID-19 pandemic that we had in 2019, 2020, and even up to 2021. Women make up a larger share of the workforce when it comes to SMEs, meaning small, medium enterprises. If you can see, these are the components of sectors, uh, you know, that comprises almost 75% of Nigerian economy. Uh, it's uh, micro, small, and medium enterprises. Uh, that is MSMEs. This is largely uh, taking the larger share of the workforce by women, especially in the manufacturing sectors, such as like textiles, like uh, footwear, even communication products, the selling retired card, apparel, you understand, some of the largest force in this particular area of SMEs. Some are even working at home by selling foods, you understand, some are uh, becoming school vendors in most of their restaurants. If you go to hotels, you know, the tourism and hospitality, mostly are women at the reception area, they are women. So almost women are hit by this particular pandemic. Within our local community, even in the northeast region, uh, particularly uh, in Gombe State. Anna Skubalu also urged government to focus her intervention funds towards such women in order to revive the economy. Sectors of the economy owned or managed by women are micro, small and medium-sized enterprises, MSNs, and lower levels of financial resources are women. Limited access to public funds are placing the survival of such businesses at greater risk. So this is to tell you that women are not also having access to capital in order to improve that small businesses that we are talking, the medium businesses that we are talking, the micro businesses that we are talking. So this is the economic impact of the pandemic that is actually affected to be particularly significant for women in our local communities of Gombe, all 11 local government and even the northeastern part particularly, or northern part of Nigeria. Uh, so because fewer women than men are employed in these economies, in occupation, which can be undertaken remotely, they are working from home, they are working by the streets, they are working as vendors, and that is why uh, the economy actually considers the larger share of women are being employed in this sector, and they are highly exposed to this particular you know, pandemic that actually affected the income stream of this particular component of men within a local community. So, in this sense, the pandemic are aggravating uh, existing vulnerabilities among the women, whether we like it or not. Uh, that is the channel that actually uh, has shown that this COVID-19 is having a greater impact on women than men. These are some of the hearts of gender inequalities that women are agitating all the days, all the time, day in, day out, such as lower wages of women, fewer educational opportunities are women, limited access to finance are women, greater reliance on informal employment, they are women. Even the social constraint that we are talking about, women are most hit by this component, uh, you know, of the sector. So they have limited access to digital technologies also. When you talk about issues that has to do with the lower rate of information technology, IT skills, further, it reduces women opportunities for telecommunication, teleworking. Yes, we call it teleworking or e-commerce. And therefore, adapting to that particular crisis or pandemic, it actually affected their uh, income stream, it affected their businesses, 
you empower a woman, you empower a society. Do you understand the point? Once a woman's income has been shrink, decline, the society will be at poverty. The poverty level will continue to rise. And that is why it is advisable for most of our government, they should actually and all the time come up with a platform, a scheme, that mostly economic empowerment in order to upgrade or maybe improve the income stream of women in terms of visibility or business. If you do not do that, you should expect the high rate of poverty that will actually be developing and affect the entire economy. That is exactly what is going on within the system. The overall call by the interviewees and government and other stakeholders is for women business owners to be given the spotlight in economic intervention. They say they are all willing to give their all to reviving their state economy, but all they will be given adequate business trainings and interventions. The ball now rests in the court of the relevant stakeholders to take the bitter pill and fight for the state economy. Umar Farouk Ahmad and Sani Musa Gamalia, Progress Radio Gombe, Nigeria. Indigenous Rights Radio. Because knowledge is power.